When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson. Boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson. A magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. Oh, a sauce gardener coming in hot. Garrett Wilson. Here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. With his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And there is some breaking news in Jets land. Very big story. One of the biggest stories that we've seen in Jets land in quite a while. And that is the fact that Zach Wilson at least temporarily, has been benched as the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. And so to talk about that and everything else going on around the team right now is our friend coming back on the show who is the managing editor of the Jet Press, Justin Free. Justin, what's up, brother? What's going on, man? I appreciate you having me back. We got we got plenty to talk about today. It's funny because initially I said, let's do a show talking about what we're thankful for as Jets fans, and we'll answer some mailbag questions tomorrow. That's going to be tomorrow's show. And then all hell broke loose with this Zach Wilson story. And so before we get into the quotes, everything said by Robert Sala, Wilson's teammates, Mike White, Mike LaFleur, let's talk about the decision that came from Robert Sala. We had heard earlier in the week from Sala that all options were on the table. I thought that they were going to start Zach Wilson and just have a really short leash with him, especially since the Bears have a terrible defense. But clearly what happened here, Justin, is the Jets took a look at the tape and believed that Zach Wilson looked completely lost, which he certainly did. You didn't even need to look at the tape to know that. You just had to watch the game and really watch what's been going on here for a while with him. And then I think what probably 
boosted it up quite a bit is how Zach Wilson handled himself in the wake of the defeat at the press conference. I had said this the other day on the show. I remember when John Idzik gave that press conference in 2014. I had been confident he was going to come back for year number three. After that press conference, I said, oh boy, he just sunk himself. And he ended up getting fired at the end of the year. Before that presser, I thought things were rough for Zach Wilson, but he'll probably soldier on and they'll try and cover up for him and he'll continue to start. And I can't imagine they're going to bench him. But once he said that, I said, oh boy, now they're going to have to start thinking about it. And if not now, it was going to have to come at some point. They decided to pull the plug. Now, this doesn't mean that Zach Wilson is done as the Jets starting quarterback, by the way. It just means for now, Wilson has the option of keeping his head up, staying quiet, working hard and trying to earn the job back. We'll get into that a little bit more later because Wilson himself spoke about this. But really what it comes down to is Wilson wasn't getting it done on the field. And it wasn't just that he was playing poorly. He just looked completely out of sorts out there. Mentally, he looked broken. Physically, he looked broken. And when you put that together with the way that he handled himself, with the lack of leadership, the lack of accountability in that press conference, and the way that the locker room reportedly reacted to the way that Zach Wilson spoke after the game, Robert Sala and the coaches decided that they had to do this. And I think it's the right move because they had to show the team that there is accountability here no matter who you are, whether you're the quarterback, whether you're a wide receiver who is causing problems like Elijah Moore. If you act this way, if you play this way, there will be consequences, especially since the Jets are 6-4 and four and right in the thick of a playoff race. This isn't last year where you knew they weren't going anywhere, so maybe you just ride it out. This year, they know that there's a playoff spot on the line, and they had to show the team that they were going to do everything they could to try and make it happen, and so that's why this decision was made. Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to argue with the decision, right? Like I I think that like you said his his post game press conference those those comments kind of sealed the deal. Uh, obviously, a lot of it was performance based, but it's it's already hard enough to to trot out a struggling quarterback, you know, week after week when he's clearly the guy that's holding the team back. It's even harder to do that though when his teammates don't respect him. And I think mm-hmm. when he said that after the game, uh, and you know, given the reaction that that the Jets locker room supposedly had it's really difficult to justify starting him again this week. Now I, I was also in the camp where I thought, I think they were, I, I thought they were going to you know throw him back out there against the bears on Sunday and just kind of really have him on a short leash. And if he struggles against a, a very bad bears defense, uh, then that's kind of it. Then they pull the plug. But I do think this is the better decision. I think this is the better way to go about it. It makes sense to kind of have a plan going into the week and not be, uh, you know, kind of just withholding to, all right, if he's bad, we're, we're going to throw Mike White out there. Now you have a plan. Mike White's your guy. Everyone on the team knows what's going on. I'm glad he didn't wait until, you know, that Sala didn't wait until Friday to make this decision. I'm glad they did it on Wednesday so that they have the whole week. Mike White can take all the first team reps. They know what the plan is and they can just go forward with it. You know, the, the decision was made pretty much twofold. Like it's, it, it was made for two different reasons. One, obviously the Jets want to win games. If this is a, uh, you know, a, a two and what are they playing? Two and eight team right now i don't think this decision is made i think it's still zach wilson but the fact that they're six and four the fact that they're in the middle of the playoff race that they have a playoff caliber roster and a championship caliber defense it's it's very difficult to justify not making a switch into quarterback position because they want to win games the dudes in that locker room want to win games and zach wilson is is hurting them you know it's hurting their chances of winning football games right now so that's the first reason and the second one is and you touched on it a little bit like this doesn't mean that that zach wilson is done in new york now obviously i think it would be 
incredibly unlikely for him to turn it around and just completely become a good quarterback at this point. Uh, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Crazy things happen all the time, but it it would seem unlikely, but that doesn't mean he's done. And it doesn't mean the jets have given up on him because the other part of it, and I think it was a very telling quote from Robert Sala where they talked about, uh, he talked about parts of, you know, aspects of, of Zach Wilson's game have been, you know, they would continue to deteriorate, I believe was the words he used, if they continued to throw him out there. And it's true. Like he's com- he's mentally broken right now. He's not ready to be playing in football games. He's not ready to be out there from a mental perspective, from a, a mechanics perspective. He should not be on the field. And that's the reason why he's inactive. Like that's the reason that he's not even going to be QB2. Because if Mike White gets hurt, they don't want Zach Wilson out there. They don't want him out in the field under any circumstances. They want to give him at least one week, at least at a very minimum one week, sit back, be part of the team, just watch just listen watch relax and just kind of calm down because he's all in his he's you know he's in his head right now and i think that was part of the the press conference issue too is that he like everything is too big for him right now the moment is too big for him he was overwhelmed in that press conference he kind of just wanted to move on he wanted to get out of that situation and he gave a wrong answer a a wrong answer at the worst possible time uh that potentially could have cost him a starting job so i think this decision is made because they want to win games and also because they they do think this is best for zach wilson's development is to just not continuously throw him to the wolves I think it's the right decision. I think it's good that they're making this decision now. I think the Jets have handled this very well, specifically Robert Sala. You know, let's let's see what Mike White can do. Justin, speaking of Robert Sala, here's what he had to say. Zach's career here is not over, said that they intend to get him back on the field this year. He said it's a reset. Zach Wilson needs a reset. Sala also said Wilson is fundamentally out of whack, needs time to take a breath. This is not the nail in the coffin for him. Salah says he doesn't think Wilson lost the locker room. I think that's just something Robert Salah had to say, but I think the reaction of the locker room played a big role in why this was done. Salah also said this isn't just the Zach Wilson thing, mentioned other position groups and coaching, said the Jets aren't going to become the greatest show on turf, which was that awesome Rams team that Kurt Warner was the quarterback of, by changing just one player. Of course, Salah had to say that, though. He doesn't want to lay all the blame at the feet of Zach Wilson. Joe Flacco is going to be the backup to Mike White on Sunday and Zach Wilson will not be active. So he is going to get a complete vacation here. This is sort of like what happened to Elijah Moore after the outburst. Salah said Wilson's issues are fixable. Quote, we haven't wavered in our belief that he is the future of the organization. Salah said Wilson spoke to the team, wouldn't talk about specifics, but you have to assume that he addressed the postgame comments and the player backlash to them. Robert Salah said Alex Smith, Rich Gannon, and Kurt Warner were quarterbacks who benefited from a reset. Salah said not to think of this as a demotion, but again, as a reset. We're going to hear that word a lot. Salah said Mike White is extremely competent as a quarterback, can run the offense the way they want. Justin, we know that. We know that Mike White can handle the offense. The question with Mike White is, of course, the physical limitations. But he's got an opportunity here against a really bad Bears team with a quarterback that looks like he's not going to play and a defense that is one of the worst in the league. So thoughts on everything that Robert Salas said here. And as you said, let's see what Mike White can do. What do you think of the Mike White decision here? Because Robert Sala could have gone with the veteran Joe Flacco and instead chose to ride with Mike White. I thought he would do that based on the fact that they had promoted him and given him more reps over the last couple of weeks. But if the goal here is the playoffs, he very easily could have turned back to Flacco if he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, first on everything Robert Sala said, I think 
everything he said was was pretty much you know for the most part accurate and and necessary to say he defended zach wilson he shielded him from criticism while you know also kind of putting everything in perspective and being like all right look zach he needs to re- reset. Well, that was the word he kept repeating. That was the word the Jets continue to repeat. He needs a reset. The Jets' offense needs a reset, and they believe that Mike White is going to give them that, or at least a change at the quarterback position is going to give them that. I I, I think of Mike White. I think a lot about or a little bit about Taylor Heineke. Uh, and there was a great quote I saw. I forget. I wish I can credit who it was, but I saw it on Twitter a while ago. Like the the best and worst thing about Taylor Heineke is that he thinks he's Josh Allen, and I feel like Mike White has a little bit of that in him too. He's a gunslinger through and through. He doesn't have the the physical talent that Zach Wilson does, but he's going to try and he's going to try and force the ball into tight windows and he's going to try and do things uh, that, you know, the elite quarterbacks in this league can do, uh, whether he will successfully do them or not. And I know he can competently run the offense. We saw it last year, but he can also make some very, very bad decisions. And I think that's just really that's what it's going to come down to against the Bears is if Mike White can, can, can play turnover free football, if he can be just competent and just safe with the ball and 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 not turn it over, then the Jets are going to have a, a very good chance to win that game, especially if Justin Fields isn't playing. Because if, if Justin Fields isn't playing, that Bears team is is really bad because they have a terrible defense. Uh, their their offense outside of Fields is is not really existent very much. They're already they're already down Khalil Herbert. Chase Claypool hasn't done much there. So there's no reason the Jets shouldn't be able to to match up well against the Bears. And if Mike White can just get out of the way essentially. And they don't, they don't need him to do much. Uh, and that's, that would have been the same thing if Zach Wilson was there, but they just don't trust Wilson to do that right now. And and nor should they, I like the decision to go with Mike white. We saw what Joe Flacco could do earlier in the year. We saw him play some good football against the Browns. He had a pretty good game, but we also saw how one immobile he is. I, I, I think with the injuries that his offensive line has had, and they're still, they're still down a lot of key players it's not that Mike White is is Lamar Jackson back there, but he's got a little bit more escapability than a 37-year-old Joe Flacco does at this stage. And I think that was a crucial part of of the decision to put Mike, you know, to make Mike White that second quarterback. Uh, and they did that a few weeks ago. And they did that a few weeks ago in, you know, knowing that, hey, he could be thrust into a starting role in the future, or he could be playing football. I know when they made that decision, they said specifically that it was because of injury that they weren't gonna consider benching Zach Wilson. I didn't believe that at the time. And obviously now it's, it's, that's what's happened. They benched Zach Wilson. So I like the decision to start Mike White over Joe Flacco. Not that Mike White is the future or anything, but I do think that he gives you a better chance to win at this stage, uh, given what we saw last year. And it wasn't a lot. We saw the highest of highs and the lowest of lows with him. But I do think he's a, a better quarterback right now than Joe Flacco. But hey, if he struggles and they still want to win games and they don't think Zach's ready, we could see Joe Flacco again. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Got your happy price, price line. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, l o Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Justin, one thing that we're going to see a lot of with Mike White, I would assume, is short passes. And so Michael Carter's value over at prizepicks.com is one of your player picks this week is going to be through the roof. He's a guy that I would be all in on. With my two to six players, he would be one of my choices. Remember, when you go to prizepicks.com and participate in their daily fantasy matchups, you go with their player projections. And if the players you pick, you can pick two to six of them. If they do better or worse than their player projection, based on whether you pick them to do better or worse, you can win up to 25 times the amount of money that you put in. You don't play against anybody else, just against the prizepicks player projection. Like I said, I would absolutely pick Michael Carter as one of my players this. This week, considering the news about Mike White. You don't have to play football, though. You can do baseball, basketball, hockey, anything you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PLAJ when you sign up, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. Bucks. So if you put in $100, bucks, they'll match you $100. Bucks. You put in $50, bucks, they'll match you $50. Bucks. Just go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code PLAJ, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. Bucks. Justin, Robert Sella was not the only Jets coach who spoke today. Mike LaFleur said it stinks that Wilson had to be benched. LaFleur fell on his sword and said he hasn't coached him well enough, blamed himself. There's leadership again for you. As far as Sunday's disaster goes, LaFleur said it starts and ends with me. LaFleur on Wilson's postgame comments, I don't think he meant it. He got caught up in the moment, can't take it back. All he can do is learn from it. LaFleur also said that with Wilson, it's both a mental and physical reset, but more so physical. A lot of people thought the Jets were looking at the mental aspect more than the physical, but that is contradicted here by Mike LaFleur. LaFleur said he wants Wilson's lower body mechanics to be better. That's obvious to anybody who's been watching what Zach Wilson's been doing. His lower body mechanics are. Are an absolute mess right now. We heard from Robert Sala, Mike LaFleur, and a third coach, although he wasn't talking about Zach Wilson. Brant Boyer spoke. He said the punt return touchdown was, quote, 100% on him. He repeated it several times and he said that he felt terrible how it ended. It gave him a sick feeling in his stomach. So, Brant Boyer taking responsibility for what happened on that final play with the special teams unit. Mike LaFleur taking responsibility for how poorly the offense performed. Little lessons in accountability here for Zach Wilson. For sure. And I, yeah, I think we saw Zach Wilson kind of double down on it, or double down or double back, I should say,、um, on what he had said. And I, I agree with Michael Floor's assessment that, that Zach Wilson didn't mean it. Like it wasn't what he, I don't think that's the way he wanted to come across. And because we've seen Zach so many times in the past 
take ownership and put the blame on his shoulders. And he's done that a lot. He's been like, I need to be better. He has said those exact words in the past. Unfortunately, that didn't happen this past Sunday. And he said the wrong answer at the absolute worst time because all the pressure was on. He was coming off one of the worst games of his career. And the fact that we can't even definitively say it was his worst is a that's a bad thing in its own right. Uh, but he was coming off a terrible performance where he undoubtedly cost the team the game. And he answered the wrong thing. He gave the wrong answer. And I don't believe he he meant ill will towards the, or by that. I don't believe he meant any malice. In fact, later, he later, you know, was talking about it afterwards. And he said that, hey, you know, in, in, a, in a 1v1, he was talking about it. And he said, hey, uh, this is my fault and I need to be better, right? He said that earlier or he said that later in a different interview. Unfortunately, that's not the, the clip that people are going to repeat. Uh, and they're going to repeat the 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 one that, you know, where he said, no, I don't think I let my defense down. I don't believe he meant any ill will toward by it. But, yeah, it, it is a, a lesson and it's an experience thing where he just needs to learn. and he's, He needs to be better in those moments, not only on the field, uh, but, you know, after the game in press conferences. And I, I do want to say one thing about what, what Mike LaFleur said about it being a mental and a, a physical thing. Uh, I think that the mentals are what impacts the physical with him because. Mm -hmm. He, when he has one thing go wrong in a game, he torpedoes. And that's been a thing that's been an issue for a lot of his career, right? In this game, it was that missed throw to Tyler Conklin when, when it was dropped by Devin McCourty. When he had that one play, as soon as that happened, he spiraled after that, right? And, and once he gets gun shy, once he gets in his own head, everything falls apart because his mechanics are a total mess. And they, I mean, honestly, they weren't great before that, but they, they just completely unraveled after that. Uh, he starts short arming throws. He gets gun shy. There's wide open receivers in front of him, staring him down. And he's not throwing the ball because he's scared to do it. He's scared to turn the ball over. Uh, and we saw that there was a, a play where Denzel Mims was streaking wide open on a post down the field. There was the third and one where Elijah Moore is, is right in front of him and he, and he stares at him. And instead he turns to his right and checks it down to Michael Carter, who is, got two defenders bearing down on him, right? It's it's those those plays like that where he's just afraid to throw the ball. Uh, and that's why I think the mentals really impact his physicals uh, in, in that aspect where his mentals just, just he just falls apart like mentally. I don't think he's ready for this moment. I think that he's just, he's not he's not there right now. He's broken mentally. And it doesn't mean he never will get there, but right now he he can't be playing football. And again, that's, that's why it was the right decision to to just not even put him out there on Sunday because it would probably do more harm to both him and the Jets than good. I think the fear also extends to the fear of the pressure because he has been one of the worst quarterbacks, not just this year, but of the last millennium when it comes to facing down the pressure. In fact, ESPN's Rich Semini posted this. This is QBR ranks by situation the last two seasons. Here are Zach Wilson's ranks. And remember, this is based on 33 quarterbacks who qualified. Overall, 31st, red zone, 28th, when blitzed, 32nd, outside the pocket, 32nd, under duress, 33rd. So what that tells you is that he very easily panics when the pressure comes, and then when he runs away, he is incredibly ineffective on the run. And it's funny because that was thought to be one of his biggest strengths, but it just hasn't been so far in the NFL. Zach Wilson himself spoke today too. He said this was a humbling experience, regretted his comments from after the game. He said he didn't realize what he said until his dad texted him, said he feels awful and wanted to apologize to teammates, admitted he wasn't playing well and understands the situation, said he wasn't surprised by the demotion. Quote, you know what? I wouldn't say I was necessarily surprised because I just haven't been doing my job. Of course, I would like to not agree with the decision and everything 
everything, but it comes down to me having to play better. Wilson said his post-game comments and the fallout left him with a sick feeling. Quote, the way I handled that situation, it wasn't right. I've got to be a better football player, and I've got to be a better leader for the guys. Some of Wilson's teammates spoke today as well, including DJ Reed, who said that Wilson did speak with the team today, even though he didn't initially after the game and after those comments, as we learned from Quinn and Williams earlier in the week. Reed wouldn't get into the specifics, but said it was a heartfelt message. He said it was something that had to happen. Wilson told the team his goal is to win his starting job back. Elijah Moore, who himself has been in some hot water the last few weeks, was asked about the quarterback change. He said the team supports both quarterbacks. He said he's got Wilson's back despite the demotion. He said the team will support Wilson the way that the team supported him and Mims following their situations and subsequent trade requests. Mike White said that he heard from Salah yesterday with the news. C.J. Mosley said that Wilson apologized to the team and admitted that he needs to be better. So, Justin, it looks like Wilson finally understands what he did wrong. He's at least trying to be accountable here. We'll see if he continues to have that mindset going forward. The team's saying all the right things behind Wilson. A lot of pre-rehearsed PR, but I did like that DJ Reed said that it was, quote, something that needed to happen because you better believe that those defensive players were waiting and wanted to hear some contrition from Zach Wilson, and they finally got it today. Oh, for sure. And it's all part of the maturation process for Zach Wilson, you know, and I, I absolutely those defensive players, I, I know for a fact, were not very happy about it after that game. And even though none of them have come out and blatantly said it, uh, you can read between the lines of somebody's quotes, like DJ Reed's quote, where he said, it's something that needed to be done. That tells me he probably wasn't too pleased about hearing what Zach Wilson initially said, uh, and that he was very happy as, as were I'm sure a lot of players that Zach Wilson finally took center stage and was like, look, I, you know, this is, this is my fault, right? This is, this is on me. I've been bad and I need to be better. And I'm also sorry for, for not taking accountability sooner. Uh, I'm glad that he did that. I'm glad that he's stepping up to the plate and doing that. And I think it's going to go a long way in that locker room towards if he does get another opportunity, which I, I imagine he probably will at some point, those guys will go out there and play hard for him. Because it, And that's the other part of this. If they threw Zach Wilson out there on Sunday, right, and say Zach Wilson didn't do this apology, say he kind of just went went along with it and he, and he played on Sunday, the first time he goes three and out, or if he goes three and out first two times, how do you even motivate those defensive players to to play for him? Right, they're they're not playing for for him at that at that point. Uh, if they have no faith in the offense and they have no respect for their quarterback, it's hard to justify going a hundred percent. Right, whether you were the receivers, whether you're the defensive players. So it was very important that Zach Wilson took accountability in the way that he did, even if it was later than people would have liked. People make mistakes. He made a mistake. He owned up to it, and that's a good thing. Um, I, I do want to. I do hope. I do genuinely hope that he gets an opportunity uh, again this season. Obviously, I, I prefer Mike White to just kind of ball out and lead the Jets to the playoffs. But the odds of that happening aren't exactly super high. Um, but I, I would like to see Zach Wilson out there again and, and see what he could do after a week, two, three weeks, whatever it would be, just to sit back, let the game slow down for him, and just get him back out there because I think that that's super important. But in terms of owning up to to what he said and, and it going a long way in the locker room, absolutely, I think this was significant. Justin, last order of business, injury news. George Fant's practice window open, so hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later. Corey Davis, a full participant in practice, so it looks like he'll be available for Mike White on Sunday against the Bears. 
The bad news is Sauce Gardner limited in practice. He's dealing with a calf issue. Robert Salas said he's not really concerned and they are optimistic he'll be ready to go Sunday. But I should point out that they said the same thing about Nate Herbig and he ended up not playing this past Sunday. So you never know with these injury issues. Right. Yeah. I mean, Herbig, at, at, at least uh, Herbig was a not. He didn't part- He didn't participate in practice on Wednesday and Thursday at all. He was limited on Friday. At least Sala or uh, Sauce was was just limited on Wednesday. So hopefully that's a uh, a sign that it's not the same situation. Although I can't blame you or anybody for being skeptical about the the Jets' diagnoses of these of these injuries because Corey Davis was day to day what four or five weeks ago and mm-hmm. he's he's still out. It does look like he's gonna be back and that is I think of all the injured players that are out right now that are going to come back. That's the most significant one because I mean he was their leading receiver before he got hurt, uh, and this, it's not a surprise at all that, that his injury kind of coincided with the the run game slowing down. I mean, obviously part of it was was Brees Hall, but um, the, they really miss him in the run game. Denzel Mims, I, I think, has taken advantage of some of these opportunities, but he's clearly a step down from Corey Davis. He had that big drop on Sunday. He's had a couple of missed blocks as well. But when he's at his best, he can make a few impact blocks in the run game but he's inconsistent in that area. Uh, and obviously his hands are inconsistent. The, the guy we saw at Baylor with a, 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 you know, a great, a huge catch radius who can just um, basically haul in anything thrown near him has not been the dude that, you know, we've seen in the NFL. Um, so I think there's a significant drop off from Davis to Mims and having Davis back and putting him out there with Garrett Wilson, with Elijah Moore, with Braxton Berrios, that's going to be a big boost to this passing game and, and especially the run game. Um, I would like to see if Max Mitchell is going to be starting at right tackle this week. Uh, he did practice last week. It sounds like he could be activated finally to the active roster uh, this week. And, you know, Cedric Abue, he's done a fine job at right tackle, but I definitely would like to see Max Mitchell out there. I don't think George Fan will be back this week, even though he's practicing. I don't think he'll be playing. Um, but either way, offensive line re- reinforcements are coming. Corey Davis is coming back. That's great. As long as Sauce is in the clear, then it's all positive injury news to Jets. Justin Freed, Managing Editor of the Jet Press. Thank you so much for coming on and joining me to talk about this breaking news surrounding the Jets here on Thanksgiving of all days. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything over at the Jet Press, obviously you're going to have plenty on this story and a whole lot more. How can people follow you on social media and what are they going to see when they go over to the Jet Press? Yeah, well, right now you'll see plenty of Zach Wilson articles. I'd say that he's the the hot topic at the moment. You can read all of that over at thejetpress.com. You can follow me at Justin T. Freed, F-R-I-E-D, uh, on Twitter or at the Jet Press on Twitter. Also, as a little uh, sneak preview, I suppose, this is exclusive right here. This is the first time I think I'm publicly saying this. Uh, we do have a podcast coming out in the hopefully near future. I think I could I think I could say that. Yeah. Uh we have a podcast coming out in the near future on the Jet Press. We're gonna be throwing our hat into the ring, I think is the phrase uh, of all the amazing Jets podcasts out there. Of course, play like a jet included. Uh so you know, keep an eye out for that in the future as well. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you check out everything Justin's doing with the Jet Press and check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has some awesome all 22 breakdowns up on our channel right now, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast. 
podcasts on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.